0: Five Reasons to Cling to Hope in the Midst of the Storm. In the midst of this pandemic and quarantine, I think of storms. I live on two islands in Alaska, and my family commercial fishes every summer out on stormy waters. So I feel a deep connection to the disciples and the two storm stories in the Gospels. And those two storms have some hopeful things to teach us now in the midst of our coronavirus storm. Number one, God seldom calls us to jump out of the boat. We've made much of the story of Peter jumping into the stormy sea to walk on water toward Jesus, but maybe we've gotten it wrong. It's more likely that Peter jumped not out of faith, but out of doubt. Jesus clearly identified himself in the storm three times Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. But Peter did not believe it could be Jesus. If it is you, Lord, tell me to come to you. Peter is lauded for jumping into the water, but God had already given him a boat, oars, and friends to row with. Jesus didn't ask him to leap into the waves. So with us. God has given us friends, family, a church, doctors, hospitals, the internet. Even when we're socially distanced, God often works powerfully through these daily providences, so use them. Number two, no storm is random, trivial, or without purpose. God doesn't waste any storms in the Bible or in our lives either. Both of the Galilee storms revealed to the terrified disciples their own physical and spiritual limitations. From that place of need and desperation, they were able and ready to witness Jesus' true identity as Lord over all of creation and as our rescuer and deliverer. It's the same now. We're in a global storm. We are all humbled. We are all brought to a place of desperation and need. God always uses storms and disruption to further his kingdom. Right now, I believe God is using this storm to bring many to himself, and we get to be part of that. Number three, even when it seems that Jesus is sleeping in your boat, he's still with you and for you. This is one of the hardest parts of this storm story, when Jesus is stone cold asleep while the disciples are sure their boat is about to sink. It appears that Jesus sleeps through some of our cyclones as well, especially now when they go on for days and weeks and months. But where did we get the idea that Jesus's presence in our lives would assure smooth sailing? Not from the scriptures. Jesus pronounced blessing on our neediness, our hunger, our mourning, our persecution, knowing that none of that would end completely until heaven came down to earth. And the Apostle Paul assures us that nothing, not danger, not sword, or famine, or persecution, or life, or even death, none of these calamities separate us from the love of God. God does not abandon us in our suffering, ever. Number four, Don't wait to call on Jesus. Those 12 terrified men waited until they were sure they would drown before they awakened Jesus. Of course, they waited because they didn't yet know who he was. I rather think they awakened him so he could take a turn at the oars. They certainly did not expect him to shout down the wind and the seas. But they suffered and struggled in their ignorance and aloneness far longer than they needed to. They should have called on Jesus immediately the moment they were afraid. Number five, even if our boat sinks and we go under, we're still safe. I felt this truth so powerfully one day when our boat was about to sink. My husband and I were in rough water along an empty stretch of ocean. Our boat was disabled, taking on wave after wave we were about to sink. But I knew in those moments that no matter What happened even if we should die? We were still safe. My husband and I knew Jesus. We knew he was with us, and we knew that even death would not separate us. See, the disciples in both storms, those nights were not safe because they didn't yet know who Jesus was. And I believe that Jesus rescued them both times, not so much to save them from death, but to save them from a worse fate. From disbelief, nothing can separate us from God's love except our own disbelief. There's a lot of fear rampaging across the world right now. The fear of a virus beyond anyone's control, the fear of death. If you know Jesus, he's already taken our place in the grave. We died with him already, and we'll rise with him. So even if the worst thing should happen, if our boat sinks, if we go under the waters, if the virus takes our life, we're still safe. We're safe with Jesus. Peace. Be still. Jesus called out to the wind and waves, and they were still. He calls the same words into our stormy lives now. Peace. Be still.